I'm Lizzie. And I'm Brenda. And welcome back to Small, Small Step, Step Society. Society. Episode 7, Accepting Change. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome back to another episode. Yay. <laughs> um, before we get into the episode, of course, we have our weekly segment, Song of the Moment. What's your song of the moment? My song of the moment is Santa Fe from Musisa Musical. I started listening to it because um, there's this new musical called Great The Great Gatsby, and Jeremy Jordan is in it. And he is in the original soundtrack of the Musies Santa Fe. So I was like, hmm, I just kind of want to listen to him sing. So that's why mm. I started listening to it. And it's a very well-known song. And also my car is a Santa Fe. Oh. So I just think it's very fitting that I'm listening that's to it. It's very special. Mm-hmm. It's like a little connection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your song of the moment? My song is Pilot Jones by Frank Ocean. Oh. Um, yeah. Good stuff. You know, on the topic of music, I'm so glad like we can just stream music online. Because back in the day, you had to go to the record store, and then you'd have to buy the record. And hey, like, what if you only had a 50? Like, I'd be like, hey, can I buy this record? And you'd say, oh, it's 20 bucks. And I'd say, I only have a $50 bill. Oh, um, I can give you $30 in change. Okay, fine. I'll accept the change. Whoa. Accepting the change. Accepting accepting change? Whoa. That's the, that's the name of this episode. That's crazy. You Let's know what that means. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can you tell me the importance of accepting change? Yeah. So that's really important. Bec- like, change is really important to growth, you know? You live a lot of years as a human, and it would be so boring if everyone just stayed the same. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really... I mean, everyone, you know, seeks out a sense of stability in their life, and that makes a lot of sense. But stability doesn't have to equal rigidity. Mm. Um, Yeah, so you can, like, stay constantly at peace or or something, but you can still have, like, goals you're working towards, or you can be willing to accept change, willing to, I guess, grow along with the world that you live in. Mm. Mm -hmm. But it can be really hard to accept changes, you know? Mm. I mean... What, what do you think? I think one of the biggest one is the fear of the unknown. Because mm-hmm. when things are changing, you don't know what's coming, right? And, like, if you're in a workplace, you might be wondering, oh, can I do this new role? Or, like, mm-hmm. can I adapt to this? Yeah, imposter syndrome. Yeah, and, like, even I think you start to kind of question your abilities and, like, kind of scared that, like, you might be embarrassed because you're not, like, capable of doing something. And you can't really prepare for change because you don't know what's coming. So I think that's really hard. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Um, another one is being afraid of failure. Mm, big um, one. Yeah, which kind of goes, it, it, it's like the workplace thing, but like just generally speaking, it's often like you don't want to accept change because you're so comfortable w- with what you already know mm-hmm. that you don't know how like this new opportunity or this new path in life, how that's going to turn out. And so you just don't even want to go towards it because what if it doesn't turn out the way you like expect it to in your mind? Yeah. And with that, also, fear of rejection. My two big ones. Um, Yeah, but, like, fear of rejection, kind of similar to failure, but just, like, I guess more specific to maybe a social situation. Like, if you have a changing friend group or Mm -hmm. um, what else. Like, accepting change. Like, maybe you're scared to apply for a job Mm. because you're afraid that you're going to get rejected. But 
that you'll never know until you try. That's so true. Yeah, I think this is more, I think, towards the workplace one, but loneliness could be a factor too, especially if you weren't part of, like, making the change or, like, in discussion yeah. of the change part. So you just feel like things were cha- things are changing and your opinions weren't heard. So you just kind of feel like you're in an island and you're like, so oh. it's kind of like a spiteful, like it's kind of spitefully against the change. No, it's like you have to navigate this by yourself. Oh, okay. Because yeah. you like didn't know it was coming. Oh. Versus like if you were part of like changing, you could have prepared or like you know what I mean. This is okay. more like if change was just thrown at you. Okay, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's a very like niche thing. It's not super general, obviously. Mm-hmm. But okay, yeah, no, I understand that. Um, there's also battle fatigue. Mm. So this is um, after like juggling many times before in the rep- repetitive form of change. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, like if you have a new boss every so often, you might be less willing to put up with the new boss yes. every single time because you've had trouble with, I guess, like uh, you've had trouble with working under a new boss because it's such a different change and you've had to deal with that so many times that you're just tired of it at that point. Yeah, you're just tired and you're like, you know what, I don't care. Yeah. And kind of with that comes loss of control is when there's a different authority or the way things are being done is different, then you're like, oh, I kind of don't know what I'm doing anymore. And I think um, our sense of self-determination is like the first things to go when we're faced with a potential change or like a hardship. So that's another part too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then there's also, I guess, like the theme of um, not wanting to let go of the past and being scared about the future so just like an anxiety about the future um, maybe like depression about what's left behind um, it can be really hard to let go of the past like there's a lot of good memories in your past and if you're like for example okay, let's say like you're moving schools or something mm. like that can be really hard because you have a really good friend group at the school but like maybe you're leaving because um, like the academic curriculum wasn't rigorous enough for you even though obviously there's a lot of um, I guess opportunity and something to look forward to in that new school you're still going to feel really sad about leaving your friend group behind and mm-hmm. like leaving it behind that environment and then also you might be terrified to go to that new school because mm-hmm. you don't know what's there so it's like a combination of everything we've talked about yes and like with that uncertainty again you don't know what's happening and it just kind of feels like you're walking off a cliff blindfolded yeah. like getting thrown off really does so yeah yeah, I think people, like, always would rather, I I mean, when you have difficulty accepting change, I think you'd just rather, like, stay in the misery instead of, you know, heading towards that unknown, because mm-hmm. it's terrifying. It is so terrifying. I think there's also the fact that, like, change is just different. Like, people are creatures of habit, um, and habits are comfortable, r- routines are just automatic, and change requires, like, it, it requires deeper thinking, you have to be really conscious about what's going on, and that can often be uncomfortable, especially if you've got into the comfort of having that routine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, like, it can really disrupt. Like, say you're moving houses. Yeah. That's a huge one. Like, it can be – it's obviously so extraordinary to, be, like, be able to like, – say you're going from an apartment to a house. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a big change, and it can be terrifying because it's so different. Like, even though that's obviously a huge accomplishment in someone's life, mm-hmm. it's, it, it's, it's different because, you, like, you have a different route to work. You have a different – place that you're living in yeah everything's so different mm-hmm. it's completely not your habits or not your routine so. mm-hmm. and like change is a lot of work so you have work. 
feel uncomfortable while you're going through change you need to adapt to change which is a lot of words and Mm -hmm. you just feel uncomfortable and i think no one really wants to do more work than they have to so i think that's why accepting change is also a little difficult but yeah and then with that i mean there's also like the fact that sometimes you're just impatient like change like it's a huge learning curve you know you have to put in that work to overcome that learning curve and get to like the good parts of change and sometimes people just don't want to wait through that Mm -hmm. you know maybe they just want to take the easy way which is valid yeah so we've went on and on about how why there's why accepting change is so hard but i guess the good the better question is maybe how should we get better at that how should we get better at dealing with change yeah i think this is a common theme but introspection um just being aware of how you feel and like don't be in denial like take small steps (laughs) (laughs) to um overcome it yes yeah um also it's funny that you made that joke because you should also find humor in the situation you know Mm -hmm. um it's not really well it's kind of an example of change like you know how people are people always say if you have trouble like with public speaking Mm -hmm. or like giving it yeah like giving a speech you should uh imagine the audience in their underwear Mm -hmm. like that's finding humor in the situation like yeah it's terrifying to be public speaking but hey at least there's something a little less heavy or a little less scary to focus on Mm -hmm. um i think that's a really good one another thing is to talk about the problems more than your feelings and this doesn't mean like suck up your feelings and don't feel it but like call out your anxiety and like whatever is like making it hard for you to accept change so you know like how this is distorting the way you're thinking Mm -hmm. and like perceiving the information and then you can like look for practical advice and then this way you can like focus on the problems that you need to solve rather than just being stressed about it or like thinking about how anxious and how stressed you are Mm -hmm. that actually reminds me of like cognitive behavioral therapy which is used a lot for like anxiety depression Hmm. just a lot of things but um i think like a huge part of it is instead of um like focusing on what's going wrong we focus on the root cause which i guess the Mm, same thing like yeah instead of focusing on the feelings or um, yeah think about the problems that are causing those feelings Mm -hmm. and focus on what you can change because feelings are so much harder to like deal with and unpack Mm -hmm. which we kind of talked about last week where we were like you can't life just gets thrown at you so you can't control life yeah but you can control how you react to it with like the little tiny things so i guess that kind of connects yeah yeah it's like it's kind of like a head over heart thing so like balancing the two and not just only looking at a problem emotionally mm-hmm. also looking at it logically mm. um yeah another one is like just don't stress about stressing out you know i mean i i can't stress that enough <laughs> <laughs> so true so there's a stanford psychologist named kelly mcgonigal and he she argues in the upside of stress which is a book that your reaction to stress has a greater impact on your health and success than the stress itself Mm-hmm. So stress meaning whatever is causing you to like feel a certain way, like yeah, I think we talked about this in some episode. I don't even remember which one, but like, so I'm taking a psychology, a personality psychology class, and we talked about how like there's a certain threshold to where like conscientiousness or like stress is good for you, mm-hmm. and like stress can be a motivator. I mean, we all we all know this. Like, if you're not stressed about anything, you probably won't get anything done because that's why procrastination is yeah (laughs) yeah but then um if stress becomes like if stress like i guess passes the threshold it just becomes 
kind of anxiety like it just mm-hmm. becomes like this thing that's gnawing away at you and it's not gonna cause you success because stress is so draining mm-hmm. instead you'll just focus on that stress rather than focusing on getting towards the goal and reaching it and mm-hmm. overcoming that change mm-hmm. um so a good way to i guess uh, combat stress is when you're starting s- to feel stress ask yourself i guess like why is that stress appearing what is that helping you accomplish mm-hmm. so is it trying to help you excel at an important task um for example like if you're giving a speech like is that why you're stressed is it mm-hmm. helping you like stay motivated and focus on that is it trying to help you endure a period of temporary change mm-hmm. um is it trying to help you empathize with another person mm-hmm. um I think there's so many reasons why you could feel stressed, but it's better to focus on why rather than the what. Yes. And just focusing on the fact that you just are stressed and only maintaining that mm-hmm. mindset. Yeah. So we talked about how we shouldn't stress about the stress, <laughs> right? Yeah. But how do we combat the stress? Right, right, right. Um, yeah, so this is from Henry Ford Health. So one thing you can do is plan things out. You know, mm. we've talked about this before. If you feel a lack of control you're probably going to feel stressed. So, you know, maybe keep a planner. Um, like if you're moving houses, maybe keep a like task list of everything mm-hmm. you need to do, what you need to pack, even like if you're packing for a trip, something like that. Yeah. Um, what else? Like reframe your attitude. So like I just said, thinking about what's causing the stress rather than just thinking about why it exists. I mean, thinking about why the stress exists rather than just thinking about the fact that you are stressed. Mm-hmm. You know, reflecting on what's going on. So introspection, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but give your thoughts a voice, you know. Write it down. Write write everything that's going on in your mind down. You know, that might help you. Um, create some sense of normalcy. We said that people like routines. People like mm-hmm. habits. So, you know, if you have a routine, that'll give you some peace of mind. So you can still maintain some sense of, uh, like, your normal life, I guess, while a change is happening mm-hmm. and while you're stressed about that change. And then, of course, lean into what makes you happy. Practice that self-love. Yes. You know, you found your hobbies, your interests, your friends. Well, maybe give them some time. And mm-hmm. that can help you, I guess, take your mind off some of the change and some of the distress that's in your life. Mm-hmm. That's actually a really good point because I feel like with school, sometimes I get so overwhelmed with the amount of things that I have to do. I just get stressed and I'm like, oh, my goodness, I feel paralyzed. Like, yeah. I know I have to do it. I can't do it because I'm just so stressed. Yeah. And I noticed that, like, just simply writing things out doesn't really help me. Mm-hmm. I have to, like, put it in my calendar. Yeah. Like, an hour and a half, I'll do this. Yes. And then it really motivates me because I'm, I'm like, okay, it's in my schedule. I can see, like, how long, for what I have to do. So that's mm-hmm. actually really good. Yeah. And with that, like, you can all, you need to reflect. It's important to reflect on, um, like, how you're stressed relieving methods are mm-hmm. like how successful they are because i used to be the person where i would like schedule every single thing out and i'd be like okay i'd like do things back to back to back to mm-hmm. back and like i put in my calendar and that would give me peace of mind because like i knew that i'd have time for everything mm-hmm. but then i'd like really beat myself up if mm-hmm. i didn't get it done in mm-hmm. exactly one hour so i like went a minute over mm-hmm. and so then like reflecting on that and saying okay i need to put like 15 minute breaks in mm-hmm. there or something and just being really mindful about how you're treating your mind and how you're treating your stressful self mm-hmm. so true. and then of course practice gratitude i mean half of the changes you're scared about they're good things you know starting a job that's so amazing mm-hmm. getting a move into a new place wow just like so many new opportunities so try to keep that in mind you know keep that gratitude journal 
talk to your friends like get excited about whatever's going on in your life and if you can't see the good in something if you can't see the good in the change talk it out with someone maybe mm-hmm. they can yeah and that kind of brings me to a different point where you should like focus on your values than your fears so reminding yourself like what's important to you like kind of practicing gratitude where like going to find a friend where doing your hobbies interests and things like that there's been a series of studies by jeffrey cohen and david sherman and they study how people of all ages in a range of circumstances it could be like new schools new relationships new jobs whatever it may be can be strength can straighten their minds with a simple exercise which is spending 10 minutes writing about a time when a particular value you hold has positively affected you mm-hmm. and this works because by reflecting on a personal value like it helps us rise above the immediate threat and like makes us realize mm-hmm. that our personal identity can't be compromised by one challenging situation like we're made up of several pieces that make that bigger of life yes and like one thing isn't just going to tear us all down yeah it's kind of like seeing the bigger picture you Mm -hmm. know we've all heard that before like sure there's something that's like a setback or something that seems scary but at the end of the day like you've gotten through so many other Mm -hmm. things you thought were scary so what's the what's the scary thing and even if it's scarier than other things hey you're a little older you're a little more mature Mm -hmm. a little wiser a little stronger yeah um and so with that you should accept the past but you should also fight for the future. So we're never free from change, but we're always free to decide how we overcome it and how we deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I came across this story, I think from Harvard Business Review. Um, it's about this guy named Viktor Frankl. So he returned from three terrible years of the Nazi death camps to find out his mother, brother, wife, and his unborn child was, they were all dead. And everything, like, he loved, everything he knew was different, right? He Mm -hmm. lost everything. But as, like, fall became winter and winter came way, like, gave way to spring, he, like, began to discover that even though he could never go back to the life that he loved or he once had, Mm -hmm. that he can still, like, he was still free to meet new friends, find new love, become a father again, enjoy music. And he called this hope in the face of despair as tragic optimism. Mm -hmm. And obviously, this is a very extreme example, but I think if we move past from the bitterness, then we can like kind of allow ourselves to grow and see a new new perspective and kind of accept the fact that we can't go back, Mm -hmm. but we can always make ourselves a new future. Yeah, it's about learning from the difficulties. Like, I mean, I don't know. I guess it depends on what you believe in, but like, like a lot of people believe that like everything happens for a reason, Mm -hmm. and so even though maybe something bad happened in your past especially i guess relating it back to change like even if um like you had a bad experience with change in the past like it taught you something and now you have that lesson to take and move on and maybe embrace change again and Mm -hmm. and try something out and then also like not hold that fear in your heart because fear can be a motivator but it can also be a setback you know everything stress fear everything in moderation Mm -hmm. Um, but with that, um, also, you shouldn't expect stability. So, um, also in that psych- psychology personality mm-hmm. class, um, we talked about how people expect their personality to stay the same throughout their years. So, if you give someone a test, um, okay, like say you ask someone when they're 18, you say, how has your personality changed in the last 10 years? They say it's changed a lot. Mm. 
and then but if you ask a different group of like 18 year olds how much do you expect your personality to change in the next 10 years they'll say not much barely a little but then you like look at them 10 years in the future and they'll say sure enough they'll say it's changed so much Mm -hmm. point being there's no point of expecting yourself not to change because whether you like it or not whether you even notice it or not you will change and I mean, those 28-year-olds, you know, the, the people who said that they wouldn't change 10 mm-hmm. years later, they're probably much better for it, and they're probably really happy with the way they changed. Mm-hmm. They just weren't able to see it when they're 18 because mm. people are so, I guess, like, stuck in their views. So, like, you know, practicing open openness and not expecting stability, but expecting mm-hmm. value, those values, like those big picture values mm-hmm. that you talked about to stay the same and then expanding upon them, you know, growing, learning more about yourself, learning more about the world and and changing that that actually reminds me i think the personality test with mbti and those things are really popular and i heard i saw somewhere that those are not good ways to like put yourself in a frame because you're constantly changing and there's only 16 of them yeah so you can't put yourself into a box that's like one out of 16 so i just thought that was very interesting because it kind of goes along no that's actually we talked about that oh really (laughs) yeah oh that's crazy um yeah i know we talked about that because yeah a lot of people say it's really bad because well not only that like even if you take the mbti test like days apart Mm -hmm. your result changes half the time because that's the thing like you're not only are you changing over like those 10 years or over those five years like you're also changing within the moment you Mm -hmm. know like depending on your mental status and what's going on in your life what's going on at that particular time like even just the way you look at things changes. But you're not looking at that kind of change as a bad thing. So why would you look at it more in that general, I guess, frame of mind as a bad thing? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> so I'm going to go on a little philosophy tangent. Oh. Which is normally Brenda's a little philosophy tangent. But I'm going to take over today and accept this change. <laughs> we'll oh move yeah. on. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So a Greek philosopher named Heraclitus mm-hmm. once said there's nothing permanent except change true there's a whole field of study um based on his like ideals and it's like since the very nature of life is change to resist the natural flow and like resist this change is like resisting the various essence of our existence mm-hmm. that's what their whole study is about yeah. so it's, it's very interesting it's very evolutionary mm. i mean like think about it if we didn't change We'd probably still, we'd probably still be dumping our waste <laughs> onto the streets. <laughs> oh, like from the 17th century. Yeah, like we'd be doing that. What all, like we wouldn't even be washing our hands properly. That's true. Like think about that, guys. You wouldn't so even be able to true. watch this podcast. We wouldn't have technology. That's it's so all changed. true. And you would have had to just pay fifty dollars for the record from the record store <laughs> and get thirty dollars back in change. Just kidding. Actually. Um, there's this song called For Good from Wicked, the musical, mm-hmm. and it's the two main characters, Glinda and Alphaba. Oh. Yeah, Glinda and Alphaba, the two main characters, are, at the end, they're saying goodbye, and they're saying, hey, like, you changed me for the better. You changed mm-hmm. me for good. So, not all change is bad. I mean, some changes could be bad, but yeah, let's I try to look at it in a positive lens. Yeah, I think people, like... They, you only resist change because you're so conscious of it. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe try to take your mind off of it because we change each other. Yep. Friends change each other. That's mm-hmm. why you have to choose good friends. Mm-hmm. I didn't. 
<laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, I think we should have a talk later. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Just um, yeah, but you should choose good friends. Like, you should... You surround yourself with things that change you. We are a product of everyone around us and the mm-hmm. environment around us. And everything's changing us. The world is rotating all the time. We are changing position in the sp- in space right now. Mm-hmm. Think about that one, guys. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. We're always changing. Mm-hmm. Everything's changing. So you accept it. Lean with it, rock with it, change with it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that was a great little wrap-up to this episode. Um, but guys, speaking of change, I will say this. Some exciting things are about to happen on this podcast. So stay tuned for the next episode. It's about to be really fun. Maybe maybe there'll be other people with us. We have a little surprise for you guys. A little change. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I'm so excited. Yes. You'll get to hear a few new perspectives. Ah, I can't get, I can't talk yeah, too much no about more, it. Yeah, no more spoilers. Okay, okay, fine. Um, but if you guys want to keep up and maybe see the next episode too follow us on instagram i never say this follow us on instagram at small step society pod you can also find us our video version on youtube and you can listen to us on spotify apple podcast google podcast anywhere you can find podcasts except where you cannot exactly and with that episodes are every sunday and we'll talk to you soon yeah bye Bye. Thank you.